Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. And I'm Travis Blashen. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And we're at Season 4, Episode 9, Lucha de Apuestas. Mm-hmm. But before we get to the episode, mm-hmm. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, without spoiling anything, the 100th episode of Legends aired last week. And I can't wait for when we finally get to it, man. Yeah. The Easter eggs yeah. are insane. Yeah, that's In- funny. Stuff that I wouldn't have gotten if we weren't doing this podcast. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, oh, that's what that is. That's and, funny. Uh, so good. I did something I rarely ever do. I watched it two nights in a row. Is how much I, I how much I loved it. It might be the that's best fun. episode ever. Did they reference us? Did they mention Gideon guys at all? I was waiting, but no, no, no. <laughs> that would have been a nice Easter egg. <laughs> I was th- I was waiting for it. <laughs> wonder what they'd say what are you two losers what are they what are these two losers one from colorado one from vancouver I'm like was that it was that it dude was that it, I think they, it are they talking about us i mean you know it's kind of <laughs> I, I was waiting for i, I was waiting for like because the, the the entire episode the main character is gideon i was just waiting for like gideon for like gideon comma guys let's go uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. let's get to a real it. stretch this is uh season four episode nine lucha de apuestas while treachery rocks the time bureau mona joins the legends as they track a ferocious escape creature to the lucha libre rings of 1960s mexico city all right so so anyone who's been listening to our show knows that our friendship started based on our love of professional wrestling also, Libra. and for those diehard uh Walshy heads out there you know that my first podcast ever was uh, lucha underground after show so i do have some connections to uh yeah i know like uh, people were beating down my door telling me when are you going to talk about the lucha episode trap just settle down Walshy heads <laughs> Walshy heads <laughs> i don't know ridiculous yeah yeah so i was excited yeah and that's why i'm excited too because this is the wrestling episode yeah it's our chocolate and peanut butter man exactly man it two good two two great tastes that taste great together Mm -hmm. pretty much because we start we start our show at time bureau headquarters and sarah and ava Ava arriving with the stein puppet all tied up he gets one more Bad one more line. paycheck, one more paycheck for Paul Rubens. Yeah. Special appearance by Paul Rubens. Yeah. The end credits. And his line to Gary is, eat my fuzzy dung, you dick. Dung, dung. Ugh. Dung? <laughs> it's dung. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, terrible. They say dung or dong? Eat he my fuzzy dung. dong. If no, I'm saying, I thought it was eat my fuzzy dong. It was dung. I don't think so. He's not I talking don't. about telling to eat his shit. I don't. I mean, I'll have to check again. Well, ahead, we'll put I, it out there. Put it out there to the, uh, the, Gideon to, the gang. to the Gideon gang. You can tell us what's up. Well, I was watching it with the subtitles on, so. And it says D-U-N-G? Yep. Oh, gross. That sucks. <laughs> if it was dong, I think I'd love it. Eat my yeah. dong, you dick. That's Fuzzy great. dong. Yeah. <laughs> so Hank is yelling at Eva because the cope got loose. Tells her to fire Mona, who let him loose. And he shows the doctored footage of Mona setting the Kanane loose. 
mm-hmm. tells Ava to get that beast for you know she's out of a job. So Ava's upset that she was out gallivanting with the legends, tells Gary to go fire Mona. So we get to Mona in the hospital with her very upset parents who think she was in a cycling accident. Yeah. And they have their little scene and they rush out all upset. And Gary comes in and to fire Mona, he calls uh he calls uh the cope Harry Hunkman. Like <laughs> Harry Hunkman. I'm like, hmm. That's a Flintstones character. Maybe. I didn't even really notice this. The performance with uh, uh, her uh, with her parents was really good. I thought. I thought it was really uh, good. Yeah. I, I, um, the acting the acting in today's episode was great. Yeah. Like uh, among like the best from everybody. Everybody was on a really good level today, with one exception. All right, we'll get to it. I guess. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get to him. Uh, it's Harry Hunkman, my friend. Yeah. That <laughs> guy. That guy trying to emote through that loaf. Yeah, that's a shit. But that's not on him. That's not on him. That's not on him. Right. I mean, like, and even by the end, like, we'll get to it. Mm -hmm. So he's going to flash her memory. She gets a hold of the flasher and and wipes his mind three times. Just totally wipes his mind. I don't know how to ride a bike no more. Just taking him back so far. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's happy there's Jello, and she takes her his coat to disguise herself i guess yeah and yeah. uh and it's time carrier courier so she escapes the hospital and finds kanane behind a dumpster in a hoodie in a hoodie i think yeah it's pretty it, funny i was wondering where he got the hoodie i laughed uh probably just killed the guy ate a ate a dude <laughs> ate a homeless guy oh, nobody's gonna be looking for him well, if he had cargo pants on with the hoodie, he ate yeah. someone from Colorado. So, yeah. <laughs> so they start getting chased by the black cars, and she time curries him. Curries Look him better away. in the shade. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and but it's the legends, Sarah and Ray, and she just won't shut up. And Mick shoots her with a dart gun and goes, "Oh, what kind of gun is this?" <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like he was going to straight up murder that woman. That's what was about to happen there. Unfortunately, he, or fortunately, he grabbed the wrong gun. Mm-hmm. And Ray even calls him out. He's like, were you going to really shoot her? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I, this, I got to spoil this one little thing about the 100th episode. Mm-hmm. Cause you already know who, who appears in it. I mean, that's been all over media, but mm-hmm. a Dominic Purcell appears in one quick like flashback scene like clip show sort of thing and um a a passed out stunt double so you don't have to see see his face but it's clearly not him Mm -hmm. and a a gingerbread cookie that looks like heat wave (laughs) there you go for 100th episode that's what you get pal interesting wild yeah so that's that reads like falling out of fever a little bit uh yeah Hmm. so on the wave rider uh, Z can't track where Mona sent the cope and Mona's going on and on and sticking up for her and she's talking about the X-Files and being kind of annoying. Mick just wants to shoot her again to shut her the fuck up. <laughs> and Sarah tells her, hey, I saw the footage, man. You're the one that let him out. And uh, Sarah finally goes, OK, fine. We believe you, but we need your help to find him. Quick shot to Sarah telling Z, I didn't mean anything. I said the chick's nuts. Just uh but Z says, hey, maybe we should check on her story. So while they're talking about this, Gideon gets an alert about a cartel member in Mexico 61 who got slashed up. 
and killed by a possible chupacabra. And they know, <laughs> oh, that's got to be, that's got to be uh, the copay. So Sarah lets uh, Azari go to the Time Bureau to investigate. And here we are, the legends arrive with Mona in 1961, Mexico City. And mm-hmm. the magic meter sends them to a small wrestling arena, complete with a bar. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice touch. And they go in thinking, like, well, how could he hide in here? And they see the, the, the wrestling poster of El Lobo, the hero yeah, of the stuff. people. He's in yeah. the main event. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Pretty awesome. Yeah, loved yeah. it. Great, great uh, art direction here as well. Yeah, it I'll looks really what, good. I, you know what I loved, loved, loved is the, the, what's the, uh, Macy... Um, she is, you know, who, what's her, what's her full name? Macy, I should hash. Oh, Macy Richardson Sellers. Macy Richardson Sellers. She is playing the part of someone seeing their first live wrestling show. Yeah. Because she is swept up in it, man. I loved her so much in this. That, that, and that, I, I don't, I don't know if she used that as inspiration but that was channeled man when you see someone who you don't expect to like who falls in love with a live wrestling show it is the best feeling man when you Mm -hmm. bring non-fans who have never seen it before and are just like oh my god what the hell is this i know it is the best and i really feel like that she had that energy throughout man it just got better and better you're right up to where her being the uh the commentator at the end, it's just great yeah, stuff. Getting involved in the revolution. Yeah, it, it fit her character, everything. And what I also really loved is for the viewers at home who aren't like you and me and professional wrestling nerds, you're, the mm-hmm. teacher to those people is Constantine because Constantine loves Lucha and he's the one talking yeah. the yeah. other characters and the 14-year-old girls at home watching this show what Lucha is yeah. and everything about yeah, it. It's, yeah, yeah. And it and it works. Yeah. It doesn't come off clumsily. I think that was really good. I, it's uh, funny. It's funny that that he has a knowledge of lucha films of lucha start with lucha stars and uh-huh. and uh, Katie Lotz has the knowledge of like shitty B movie horror movies. That's canon. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's their that's their so, film niches respectively. So apparently, Gideon looks it up. El Lobo became like the biggest star in Mexico. Comic mm-hmm. books, movies. So the ring announcer who's I guess also the promoter because he's making matches. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like, but, but they also, I mean, they made it look like, uh, uh, what's his face. Lobo's gone into business for himself. Right? Well, that's <laughs> so exactly they're just, what he's done. So they're just kind of, they're just kind of, I think he's just along for the ride and enjoying the gate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, by uh, the way, oh, by the way, uh, <clears throat> yeah. uh, Gideon gang, um, this you're gonna hear more wrestling terminology from me and Travis in this episode. <laughs> if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, just roll with it. Just roll with it. Um, I liked that uh, announcer a lot. I to me, he felt a lot like to go back to my um, again my old to bus to uh, promote my old podcast, my five year old podcast that went out of business with the show Lucha Afterground. Like there was a guy on Lucha Underground who was probably the oh he was the. Uh, the actor who played the promoter, uh, Dario Cueto, was incredible, and this guy really re- reminded me of of him. <clears throat> or if I, like, if, again, I feel like he was using him as inspiration. He even kind of looked like him. It's really good. So he introduces uh, uh, Lobo's opponents, Los Dos Dominos, <laughs> and uh, so Constantine goes to get a beer and tells Sarah, "Just relax, Copey's not going anywhere." And a masked man in a leisure suit says, "That's true." And he explains that 
yeah. Lobo here, he won't lose. He's a shooter, Travis. He's a shooter. Yeah, he's shooting. And Constantine yeah. recognizes him as El Cura, which means the priest, mm-hmm. who is clearly based on Santo. Mm. This is Santo. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's who it's supposed to be. And Lobo ruined had all that. Yeah, but I mean, they gave him the cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He's got the cross. He's the priest. And they talk mm-hmm. about how big a star he was making movies and everything. He's the stand in for Santo. Uh, for those of you who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, El Santo mm-hmm. was the, the biggest Mexican wrestling star of all time from back in like the 50s. Yeah. And 60s. He made these. In fact, I just watched one on Mystery Science Theater three days ago. Well, I've never Santo. seen one. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to see. Uh, I've never seen a luchador film. I think that'd be a lot of fun. It was black um, and white and he was fighting vampires. It was great. Awesome. Yeah, and he just wore a simple silver mask. And he had yes. a, a, his brother, El Hiro de, del Santo, right? A son of Santo. I, that was I yeah, his son. Yeah. His partner was Blue Demon. That was like Blue his De- sidekick. Yeah. yeah. In the Blue audience, Demon appeared. Blue Demon, the son, or Blue Demon Jr. must have been appeared on uh, yes. Lucha Underground. Yes, <laughs> it was Blue, Blue Demon, uh, definitely Jr. It wouldn't have been senior. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in the crowd, in these shots, there are um, the masks you do see are some Santos masks. Ma- ugh, masks. masks some mm-hmm. blue demon masks and a, a nacho libra uh, oh, yeah. mask is in yeah, there yeah, as well yeah thought you could have at least a uh, uh, male maskers i thought we'd see some, one of those no because they because the experts that they i bet you they consulted some wrestling experts for this one they're yeah. like maskers he's a son of a bitch now nah, fuck him <laughs> <laughs> you think el lobo is bad fucking yeah. maskers won't yeah, lose well, to anybody no yeah <laughs> so Lobo ruined Kura's career, like I said. Uh, Constantine's telling him, he's like, hey, man, those movies that you did, they actually got magic right. Better in Hollywood. And he's like, oh, dude, I was never in any movies. Mm-hmm. Constantine notices that he's drinking now. And he's like, you don't drink. You're the paragon of virtue. And he's I like, like, I that. should I, I drink now because this motherfucker came into the territory. And he fucking he won't job. He won't sell. He sucks. Mm-hmm. But everyone loves him. And El Lobo enters in a and his uh Konane's wrestling outfit, I love it. I think it looks great. Yeah. yeah. I love the mask. Yeah. I love the whole oh, man. All of this look great. He looked like the great Gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's entering, there's fire coming up on the ramp. And I gotta say, Travis, mm-hmm. I was tempted to go in and put a goof in the IMDB because come on, there was no fire in 1961 in ring entrances. I, oh yeah, of course. Can yeah. I be a wrestling pet ant? Yeah, yeah. But this is the—I mean, it, let's go crazy here. Like, although we have no idea in this alternate universe just how big that gate has been. Like, because mm-hmm. there's a, we'll see you back here tomorrow night. Is he filling up that tent every night? Every night. Like, eventually, he can like uh, he can just like yeah, let's let's get some propane. <laughs> you know? so he does like a Sin Cara like leap into the ring. Really great shot. That looked excellent. So we cut to Nate. And he's on the phone with Hank, who's mad about the copay. He wants him to go get it. And his mom grabs the phone and insists that Nate comes to this benefit that they throw every year. Right. So while this is going on, he sees Zari stink by. And he finds her. And she shows him that it looks like the footage was altered. And whoever did it has this phone number. And Nate takes a look. And he goes, oh, fuck, that's my dad's number. Shit. So they decide they're going to go to the benefit and steal his phone to get the real footage. And Zari's going to act as his date. And it 
immediately gets awkward and weird because it's clear she kind of digs him and he knows his little reaction shots nick xanos as you could tell he knows that she's digging him but he's just playing it off and he has these little little smirks yes really yes good. he's really but then good. that's totally i said it i thought it came into my head again there the hot time travelers fucking each other yep that's <laughs> the show that's the show baby yeah. and a lot of people felt like that they tacked this on that suddenly the nate zari romance is like oh that just came out of nowhere and i i don't know think back to here we go again who was the only person who believed her and was like her best buddy during that so there's you know there's precedent i think for them being uh, close yeah they're close but he was still in love with uh uh, yeah, that with Amaya at that time, yeah. but hey, yeah. you know, come on, the hair like that, you know, both of these, the hair on both of these pretty time traveling, yeah. sexy yeah. people, yeah. Yeah. come on, yeah. it's, it's it's like magnets. Uh, I loved her her lipstick; she looked great today. Everybody looked great. Oh, to flash forward to the ball, mm-hmm. everyone looked so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the costuming mm-hmm. just they looked they looked nineteen forties movie stars. Yeah, they looked great. Look, it was great. So. Cura back the arena Mexico tells uh, Constantine Lobo's too good, and he said he says Lucha Libre is supposed to tell a story. This guy's awesome. just a fucking high spot monkey who won't sell or do a job. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, so you can rise again. But there are mm-hmm. rules. There is a plan. That's what El Cura said. Yeah, yeah, and I love it too. It's when whenever TV shows try to do wrestling, ninety you know ninety nine percent of the time they fuck it up. Yeah, it's yeah, terrible. yeah. And I really appreciate, as a fan, yeah. that they got it right. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they got it right. They, they yeah. nailed exactly why we like wrestling. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a love letter to wrestling in this episode. I really dug sure. it. I love that they chose to do it in Lucha. Yeah, my, me too, buddy. <clears throat> Superheroes, masks, it all works. Mm-hmm. So, Constantine's trying to, he's pep-talking now, Kura. Come on, man, get your mojo back. So while all this is going, all, while all this is going on, you hear the screams of the jobbers getting murdered in the ring going on behind the dialogue. Just you hear the guys hitting the mat and going ah while they're having their yes. conversation. It's great. yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Who was like the guy in purple? Was he meant to look like he looks familiar? Look like they were trying to. Oh, what was that? A, fam- a somewhat famous, well, a famous luchador. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, panther blue panther does that sound right somebody I, like that yeah. i don't know i really yeah. don't know if will, looked, if, if will if will was guest starring on the show yeah he could, uh, yeah, he, he, could he, he could fill us in yeah anyways it looks somewhat familiar anyways so lobo wins and mona's happy to explain it to mick you know this is what he wants he was a demigod he likes to he wants to be worshipped and adored by the people and mick just like spills the beans He's like yeah well once you get him backstage it's back to jail and uh, Sarah tells Mona on the comms to get him backstage. So Mona realizes they played her and she waves her arms at him to get his attention. And there is a huge close up of, of Konane in the mask, just yep. fills the screen, snorting like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I yeah. did. I died laughing. I mean, yeah. un- unintentionally funny, yeah. but funny yeah. nonetheless. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That's fine. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's something about that, that for whatever reason, up until this point, like I already knew that he 
the makeup was bad. I already knew that this actor, this poor bastard, had to do this, and that's already what this story was. So for whatever reason, I was a little more okay with this than I had and would have been in the past. Because mm-hmm. um, it's so silly. This is such a good episode, man. Like I think this episode is almost like I'm kind of like it better than the than last week's episode. Really? Just because it, there's there's character dynamics that are created in this episode that mm-hmm. are just like, ooh, this is super interesting, and they haven't really done that, and it just starts to happen like scene after scene after scene. It by the end here, after they've wrapped up this really fun, really silly, really stupid, but fits right in with. A comic book style type thing, but then has that, you know, all this other drama going on. Uh, and, you know, and they barely, they barely moved forward the the long, the full season arc. There was one little whisper of it, almost like, a, 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 um, and again, we'll get to it. But I think this is, yeah, one of the best, like, self-contained episodes, especially because where it comes in the season. Um, they're on such a roll at this point, man. I agree. And this, yeah. when you look at the IMDb scores, yeah, this is one of the lowest scored amongst the IDV. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah, fascinating. Um, like I couldn't even get. I, I picked one review for uh, IMDb Curious, but it was just seven of don't like it, and yeah. and one racist thing about Vancouver. That was it. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and uh, <laughs> this one, and there's another one coming up that I adore. Yeah that's also silly i'll just give you there's a musical number in it so boo, right. musical yeah. you know so you can't really rate them that well because I, I i love this one as well because yeah. i was just i you know even when i watched this the first time i was rolling my eyes a lot at mona and konane as well just like we were two episodes but yeah. in this one i didn't mind it as much oh man within that within a, a, a lucha libre uh, setting it fit yeah it fits better yeah so speaking of lucha libre mona runs into the crowd is going to get trampled and so yeah then elova leaps from the ring pretty bad in the middle of the people picks her up pauses awkwardly momentarily and then runs off screen and for whatever reason it just made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> it looks so awkward yeah it looks hilarious great and I'm wondering, there must be, there's the actor in all the loaf who plays Konane, but there's got to be another one who's doing the wrestling. That's, that's, what, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for some local talent to be in the credits here and nothing. Um, really? So I'm wondering if it, like, this must this might have been Lazenby because he has wrestling experience too. Our, our buddy, uh, Paul, who we got to, who, who I spoke with a while back. Um but yeah, like I like I was even looking in the end credits to see if there were some names for like added to stunts, but no. And and to be there wasn't really a ton of moves until the very end. And then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this has to be somebody who knows what they're doing here. So it's interesting. Yeah, there's um what's the flying head scissors spot? And oh, uh, there's a few yeah, things. Yeah. There was uh, uh moon salt, yeah, moon salts, yeah. Really There's good. a suplex in the woods. That we're suplex get in the woods. I wanted to get away for that moment. <laughs> so, standing suplex. So um, <laughs> as, as he runs away, it cuts to Constantine about to light a smoke going, say what you want, but that copay, he's a real jet in my book. Yeah. <laughs> and she flicks the smoke away. It's always awesome. Cuts, yeah, it's great. Awesome. Because they have to figure out 
we want to establish that Constantine's a smoker, but we can't show him smoking. So they okay. just come up with one after another ways of her knocking cigarettes out of his mouth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's great. So Mona is at Konani's pad in the woods. <laughs> he's got he's got the strap there. He's got it yeah, like it. He's got the he's got, belt. You know, the same way some like fucking gamer dork would have his little room. Yeah, he's telling her in ancient Hawaiian what a yeah. pain in the ass it is because he has to take yeah. the belt everywhere. Yeah, else <laughs> tell them make sure you don't don't touch my action figures. <laughs> Devalue. So he puts a crown of flowers on her and gives her a smile that just says like that means we're married, Tom, for uh-huh. some fucking. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, you under this the easy way. <laughs> Sorry, just I mean he's a wolf man. He is. <laughs> well, he wants to eat something, but he, he decides yeah, right, when, he right. when, he, <laughs> when he when he when he comes back, he's eating something that he caught in the woods. Right, right. Oh, and I couldn't make out what it was, like the mm-hmm. shank of something. Right. No, no, it's a shank of that cartel member. I right. He saved some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You can't fill up on a cartel member. You got to save that shit. <laughs> So the legends show up and he attacks them. And this is when he suplexes Mick Rory in the woods. And I burst out laughing because so I'd funny. forgotten. I'd totally forgotten about that. I was like, like, yeah, this guy should be doing wrestling moves. I was like, there's one <laughs> standing. <laughs> he almost it almost stalled for him. That would have been great if he did like the old bulldog kind of call for the call for the crowd to cheer him on while he's holding them up there. <laughs> the blood's rushing to Mick's head. <laughs> So he's about to kill Mick and Mona stops him and Sarah darts uh, the copay. So they're on the wave rider and Z's getting ready, ready for the gala, getting all dressed up. And I just wrote down wowzers. Yeah, gorgeous. And she tells Sarah that the footage was altered and that Ava could be in danger. So at the time bureau, Gary shows up in the elevator with no memory in a Johnny coat. Now, don't know if you know that, but that's in the business, in the healthcare business. We don't mm-hmm. call them hospital gowns. They call the Johnny, Johnny coats, which is right. been 23 years in the business with the name Johnny yeah. and yeah. Johnny coats. You, you learn a thing or two. Cool. And that's the closest we've come to seeing Gary's ass. Yeah, it's hanging out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he starts screaming, Where's my nipple? Because his mind's been wiped. He doesn't remember his nipple being uh, torn off, which made me laugh. Mm -hmm. I know know how much you love that whole nipple gag. And uh, we got more nipple. Oh, we got more nipple. I figured Mm -hmm. as much. It's a pretty defining trait. You don't live that one down pretty quick or pretty easily. (laughs) On the wave rider, Mona, she tells Sarah everything. The Cope's in the force field. But Ava holograms in and catches him with the very dangerous Mona who will mind wipe Gary and the fugitive. And Sarah just doesn't have time to explain and hangs up on Ava. So then we see Sarah in a stunning red dress. Mm-hmm. The she's red got dress a- or like long pants and almost look like, almost look kind of, um, mm, I thought it was like a dress. old Catherine Hepburn. Uh, it so, might've anyway. been. Yeah. Oh, that, that very well might've been, but she mm-hmm. look, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And she's got to go to the gala as well to talk to Ava. And Ray, Ray leaps into the shot with this petition to be temporary captain. And he leaps and he lands. And with the earbuds in, you just hear 
the hollow wooden set of the wave rider go hilarious it's clearly wood it's so that's, funny that's funny <laughs> and he's like yeah i got everyone to sign and where mix was uh clearly it said uh go fuck yourself haircut they just erased go the fuck, fuck yourself, yourself. haircut <laughs> yeah. they just erased fuck yourself <laughs> that made me laugh <laughs> so sarah puts him in charge and says no time travel so ray goes to get constantine and charlie together for a team building game a team building game that i want hmm. i want this game it's yeah, cards like, cards to against humanity the timeline. yeah yeah, yeah. Cards to save the timeline. I would buy this. It's dope. The art they show is great. There's a, a Damien Dark card that looks super cool. There's a Grod. Mm -hmm. There's a reference to Grod and mm -hmm. um, flying the wave rider on hallucinogens. Mm -hmm. And uh, Charlie else? says, Vandal Savage. Come on. That's not a real name, is it? What? That's what? right. You are wondering why this game does not exist. Well, it's because we can't come to terms. They owe me money. You want to put, you want to use my name in, a, in any sort of, it's a little something we call intellectual property, Johan. Oh. Mm -hmm. If they want to touch my license, you want to put me on a glass or anything like that, then, they, oh boy, oh boy, you got you to gotta drop some coin. They only made one, you know? I don't know if you know that or not. I didn't but know your lucky son of a bitch pal of yours got his hands on it. And uh, well, he's not using it right now because it's a Sunday. Uh, uh -huh. I did want to stop in and say quickly that this is a game that will never come to fruition unless, uh. boy, they throw a few more zeros on that offer. Until then, go fuck yourself, Palati. Goodbye. So Gideon interrupts and tells him without this match, without the Lobo match, the government of Mexico is accused of censorship and riots break out and people die. So they're trying, Charlie and Constantine, I love this scene where they're convincing Ray. Come on, Ray. And she's like, come on, Rage. And, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 Con and Constantine picks up on it. He's like, yeah, Rage. <laughs> it's so funny. Yep, this is among the best stuff ever, man. In this in this series, that them their little side thing, I loved it so much. And they convince Ray, who says, "Let's prepare ourselves to wrestle." I know. So was that? Did does Michael Buffer own that phrase? Is that like singing "Happy Birthday" on a sitcom? It now you got, you got it. It's all expensive, it or is it be. meant to be him being like an idiot? Oh no, it's. Meant I mean, because it works. Ray, it's meant for him. Yeah, to be yeah, Ray yeah. They just stare at him, and then he goes, "Or oh, we could just go," and then it gets yes, the yeah. commercial, and I loved it. And yeah, that's what we're gonna do right now. We'll be right back. State purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's gonna kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait, they are out of magenta. Robots don't know you, we do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future, let's protect it. White, hmm? Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to the Lucha Libre rings of Mexico, Travis, what else we got going on? 
What well, rings we, are we going to? Well, uh, coming up uh, on November 6th will be the next, next live episode on Twitch of Mystery Titans Theater. Mystery Titans Theater is a show that Johnny and I and um, guests, uh, rotating cast of guests, including our friend Kelly Nelson, uh, watch old wrestling and uh, talk over top of it and have a great time. And we are, this is coming up, we're getting near the end of our uh, six-part series that we've been working on called Who's Zooming Who? It's a road to, we're watching a series of cards leading up to WrestleMania 3, and we're really excited uh, uh, coming up here. Yes, November 6th, it'll be 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, when we are rejoined by uh, Johnny's old friend, Joe Danzo, Wolfman. Mm -hmm. Perfect timing for it while we're recording today on Halloween afternoon. So, uh, right. and, and, and at Lucha Diapuestos yeah, with the Wolfman. Wolf it's yeah. a wolf thing. How? I pull the curtain back, everyone. We're recording on Halloween. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it'll be great. Um, so yeah, look for that. We're on uh, twitch.tv slash jarviswashingmachine.com. It'll be November 6th, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then it's every other Saturday after that. So it'll be November 20th will be how we wrap up the Who's Zoom and Who. And that's going to be a real fun one because that's going to kind of double as my uh, birthday uh, oh. show too. Uh, I got We got some fun ideas when talking with uh, Kelly about what we're going to do there. Um, but aside from Perfect. that, there's yeah yes 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 uh, just in my you get that makes no you, i don't know how strippers. we pull that off zoom strippers. zoom strippers thanks guys um it's just you guys this is this is great this is the best birthday ever um but other than that oh yeah so yeah uh that's on twitch but uh if you're not able to join us live uh we are on youtube and that's youtube.com slash c slash jarvis washing machine give us a like on our videos and subscribe as well as like like and subscribe to the Plum Podcast Network because that's where we are right now. Listen to the other great shows we got here as well. And I'd like to just uh, give a little shout out again to our friends over at Bebo's Legends Podcast. They uh, yeah. they came back. They scored interviews with the uh, the actor who plays Behrad and the actress who plays Astra. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they came back strong with a a new episode. But sadly, uh, Carrie announced uh on instagram that they're, they're wrapping the show up and uh maybe it'll come back in a different form someday but for the time being they're wrapping it up and i just wanted to uh say you know, congratulations on their run they had a really fun show i hope they uh do well in all their future endeavors mm -hmm. it's a wrestling show wrestling okay. show perfect uh-huh and uh yeah. and uh, but yeah, listeners will be hearing Carrie again because she will be joining us for yeah. when we tackle Crisis on Infinite Earths in a few months. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to everybody involved, everybody, and I hope that uh, yeah. yeah, we we do have hear them doing stuff again soon. I am DB curious. Like I was telling you off the air, this this one was tough because people just didn't like this one, and surprising to me, it was not even just fun. But the trivia, wait, lots of wrestling fans liked the trivia. The trivia was full of um, wrestling related trivia. No, nothing you and I would think was trivia, but for this, yeah, they're right. perfectly they're explaining some wrestling stuff. Mm -hmm. But this 
and this uh, this is related to me telling you a lot about the way they bump around the shows and the long breaks they take. Yeah. This episode aired nearly four months after the previous episode, Whew. making the longest hiatus in Arrowverse history outside of between seasons. Hi- hi- hiatus. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you, man. It's tough. It's tough being a fan of Legends. Uh, Interesting. Um, yeah, because because like I said, this feels like we've got two ro- two in a row here. Um, but it wasn't really in a row with the team. No, this is what they came back with after four months. Hmm. Reviews. I did pick one, and uh, just because I don't know. One thing he says just is so odd to me. But uh, Hans Gudenson, ten. I've watched this show until now without really liking it, but it's still been somewhat entertaining because I like time travels and superheroes. <laughs> That's probably why I've watched this, despite the pretty poor manuscript and bad acting. <laughs> Katie Lotz is horrible. One of the worst performers I've ever seen, and the rest just sucks. And I'm like, huh, really? That's your take? As far as your take on actors? I just, that one's, if that, if, if that had been a the actress who plays Mona, because there's a lot of that, because she gets a lot of dumpy lines. I, I get that, but and she, but but she's watch. she's again like you've talked about, like she is, she's getting a better handle of her character as she goes yeah. about, like um, I, yeah, I can get it. It's, she's still can can be annoying, but I, I like, dude, you remember me at the beginning, just like cringing every time she came on scene, but I was. Mm-hmm. I was totally okay with almost everything we saw from them today. Speaking of Katie Lodge, she directed the 100th episode. And I cool. saw the, the behind the scenes stuff of someone who's acting on camera, cutting, uh, saying cut and running around behind the camera and doing some shit in there. And it was like, wow. And they were all going on about well, the, uh, the cast was like, it is so helpful to do a show like this with all this backstory that the director yeah. has been there since the beginning and knows right. all the bullshit. <laughs> right. That's cool. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's cool. Let's get back to this awesome show and this awesome joke. Cause the benefit that Hank's family does is a benefit for hemophilia. Right. That, which is uh, what Nate had. Nate had. Yeah. Yeah. And well, he had once. It makes sense. Yeah. No, and it <laughs> makes sense that they would still, it would still be like a pet charity. That's I think that's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. I love they never mention though that he had it. It's just that it's a little Easter egg there for you. And so they meet his mom, who's clearly insane. Hmm. She just starts like feeling up Z and saying she's got childbearing hips. Pretty funny. I thought it was an invasion of privacy. That would have freaked me the fuck out. Well, no, I mean, like, like she's she's a grandmother. Or she's a, a mom who wants to be a grandma really bad. Mm-hmm. And she played that fine. Well, what's really funny is like Nate turns around and goes, hey, that went well. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. And Sarah arrives and finds Ava also wowzers. And they, I love this scene. They have their discussion while doing a tango. Okay, this is the one I didn't. I didn't need it. I don't oh, I know. It, it felt it. so forced, man. It was. I don't I know. Loved it. I, I don't. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This this one was a. This was right the one. This was my one miss for me. And this episode was was that whole. Uh, you didn't need it. You I didn't thought it need was it. fun. I thought it was fun, yeah. and 
it, 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 it just reminded me of like a 1940s musical type yeah, thing. No, no, no. Or like uh, True Lies. It was more like, uh, like in True Lies. Oh, True Lies. Lies. That's a yeah, good call. Yeah, That's yeah. a good call. Because I did love like, she's like, stop feeling me up. And she's like frisking her for bugs while they're dancing. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm a sucker for a dance scene in anything. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially people who can dance. Yeah. And, and they're uh, all right. They were all right. Look good doing it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that was like, like I said, I was like, one, well, I don't know if the Jessica, one bit of the one bit of this episode that I wasn't crazy about. Okay, well, you just don't have a you don't have you don't have a dancer's soul. That that's uh, right. that's that's I do. That's right. <laughs> so they argue, but they don't make up. Ava's like, no, walks off and says, hand over the copay. And the Constantine has to help Kura get in shape. So they bring in Lobo and Mona because they're gonna try to teach Lobo how to work. <laughs> and explain right. wrestling to him. Pretty and great. They do a training montage that was great. Oh man, and I love it that they're just like they're just like uh, armchair bookers. That like yeah. uh, she sees one show and now she's like, oh, here's what we can do. Like, oh man, she's just she's a she's <laughs> a fan for life. She is a fan for life. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so while they're doing this uh, this training, uh, Kuro goes to do his moonsault, his signature move. And he, he trips and falls, and the cope throws him through a fucking table. So it's like, what's that all about, man? Work, man. <laughs> he was watching some ECW. I guess so. Oh, sorry. I guess so. And uh, so Mona's trying to calm Lobo down and explain what he's got to do. She starts quoting her favorite book just as Mick walks in and talks about her hero, Buck, you know, and his love, Garima. And uh, Mick says something that indicates that he knows what, what she's talking about. And he's like, oh, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. And uh, she's telling the Konane, so they're going to run away together to live happily ever after like Buck and Garima. And that, you see, that bothers Mick. Yes. Great stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Ava tells Sarah, hey, you know, the time viewers working just fine. We tracked the copay to 61 Mexico. We're going in. You know, fuck you and your wacky adventure trying to fix history and here's what doesn't pop for me in this one and then i've been watching ahead and the way they explain it goes oh that makes sense but i'm like why is ava just not listening at all mm-hmm. like you know, what's going on why mm-hmm. listen there's something going on here she doesn't want to hear it at all yeah yeah and then one little thing with with her character wise is just like for her wanting to like stand up and stick with the bureau's uh strategy here is that she's still She's a little too okay with um, like falsely accusing someone. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That that's a little shitty. Then that felt a little out of character to me. And like I say, the way they tie it up, okay, works. But at first viewing, you're like, when she when she says, "Who cares if they fucking torture the creatures?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Whoa! But then she also says, "Weren't the legends sending them to hell?" Yeah, you know, two weeks ago. And that does is- kind of make sense. But it's just like yeah. the thing with like an actual human being that you're like, you mm-hmm. know, an innocent, an innocent human being that you're willingly trying to ruin the life of here or well, whatever Mona, like that right. doesn't make any sense yeah so so oh, oh constantine is kura's manager because he's got a, he's hitting he has the towel over his shoulder too which is a great great touch oh, good and uh so hank he's getting the altruistic angel award and they pose for a picture uh and z steals his phone her the timing name's- of that was weird the time like why take a picture just as He's been announced for the award, the kind of thing. Like I could have figured that out at a different time. 
Well, anyway. I, I did like that Nate says something like, come on, we'll post for Facebook, whatever you old people do. Yeah. Apparently. And uh, so they check the phone and yes, indeed, they see the real footage of the men in black. And uh, <clears throat> so he's giving his speech during this. Sarah calls Ray saying, what the fuck's going on? He's like, listen, we had to go on a mission. We had to save history. Sarah calls Ava. Who's saying, listen, I'm sending the fucking agents, just not listening. So the ring announcer introduces El Cora, who's getting booed, except for Charlie, who's the only one cheering him, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is great. Pretty awesome. And Ray is the referee for some reason. I don't care what the reason is. Right, yeah, you need, somebody, well, you need somebody who's in on things to make sure things go well, right? So do you like have you a can't... refereeing license? I sure do. Yes, yes. <laughs> Ray would not fit in in modern WWE uh, yeah. refereeing because he's far too tall. Yeah. Far too tall. Yeah. It's the, the, the new stories going around is they need short referees huh. to make everyone look bigger. Makes sense. Yeah, that's what they do with the backstage announcers. That's why all the backstage announcers are beautiful sure. four-foot women. Yeah. So Charlie grabs the mic. She's getting the crowd into it. And uh, as the match is going on, it's great. Kura hits a 619 and the crowd starts to turn back to him. Yeah. Does a big, yeah, does a big splash to the outside on Lobo just as the time bureau arrives. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we're shutting this shit down. They're going to evacuate the crowd. Sarah's on comms. is like, fucking give them hell. That's an order. So they start a fucking riot. And it's, awesome. you think Constantine's going to start it, but Ray starts and hits a motherfucker. Hits with, with a chair, chair, with a chair. What a great touch. <laughs> what a great touch. Oh, I'm going crazy at this point. I'm so full. I'm smiling ear to ear. <laughs> and then Constantine breaks a bottle on a guy's head. And Charlie's, a stubby. A stubby. A Nola. stubby. That's right. <laughs> and uh, and then Charlie's getting on the mic. And, They're trying to hold the people down. But we're going to cheer for El Curo and Lobo and their people. And it's fucking great. Yeah, it's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. And uh the luchadors are teaming up to fight the time bureau agents <laughs> and Constantine, they cut to just Constantine. He goes, now this is what I call a bloody good show. And I was like, agreed, pal. Yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is good stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the time bureau has like the big time bureau agent. I always love that. It's like <laughs> to get a Raiders of the lost Ark, but I know the, the guy with the scimitar caught up who gets caught up in the, or no, the, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, or the guy gets yeah, chopped up by the, up the, the, propeller. the propeller. Yeah. Who was a wrestler? It all comes, it's all coming around, man. Hilarious, hilarious. So this guy gets in the ring and he knocks down uh, El Lobo, mm -hmm. and he's about to shoot him. And just as he's about to shoot him, El Cura does hit his hits his finisher, man. His finisher and Woo. saves Lobo. And by the I way, I wanted to out of my yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I don't want to kill this moment, but I, but when Konane won his match. What was his finisher there? Could we could we figure that oh, out? It was finisher. like a it was just sucked. like a running. It is a really bad finisher. It's like a no. It's a it's a dropping elbow where yeah. he just drapes it on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a coffin drop. It's kind of like Darby Allen's coffin drop. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I thought funny. the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm like Kanani's finishing move sucks. sucks <laughs> yeah, if we got a finisher. Then uh, that's the one reason why he's not in New York at this time. Yeah, that's why he's still in Mexico. That's why he, he could be in the garden with Bruno. Yeah, exactly. Not, uh, <laughs> oh, I gotta tell you, but, but that that young man's got some spirit. He's <laughs> dog on it. He's a hairy son of a. I thought my back was hairy. 
Did I ever tell you? Like, he looks like he's had a difficult time. I've. Did I ever tell you about how difficult my childhood was? Snow and dandelions, Konane. That's what we lived on. My mother. God bless her soul. So they shake hands. <laughs> they shake hands and the crowd cheers. And, <laughs> and Sarah. Okay, Sarah calls Ava and she's like, fuck, fine. I guess you saved history again. Hangs up on her. So Nate confronts Hank about the footage. And he just says, look, I just need you to trust me. And Nate's like, of course I trust you, but you got to keep me in the loop. But he's just, you know, of course, he's faking it because he tells Zari. Uh, keep digging. I am so out of breath at that Bruno San Martino. No, no, no. That, but that was, I know exactly what you're talking about. The way, like, he, he plays it off with his dad, like, kind of thing. There's some yeah. stuff that, like, uh, in due time, like, uh, you got to keep me in on on, on whatever mm-hmm. this is, like, in due time, right? He walks out and, like, because like, you totally get this, that, like, fuck, now Nate's going to become too much of a suit, maybe. But the second he walks out, he's like, no, he's still, like, working yeah, with yeah. the legends. Like, it's awesome, it's man. very like, convincing. It's like fuck my dad. <laughs> you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So then one of the agents uh calls Hank and he's like, Yeah, Cope got away because of your son's time traveling friends. What's the order? And apparently the order is to murder it. And this is something we'll be getting back to that I think is a glitch like did Hank go totally evil it's weird but mm-hmm. here it certainly appears it does Mona and Konane are about to go to ancient Hawaii because the whole time Mona was trying to say just take him back to ancient Hawaii that's where he's supposed to be and no one wants to listen to that which seems like a good plan but right <laughs> but Mick says kid come over here and he tells her that Buck and Garima don't have a happy ending and uh and it's all about Mick also missing Garima, the real Garima that he he invented. Right. And uh, she's like, "How do you know that? You know, the other book hasn't is now yet." And he's like, "I just I just fucking know, okay? I just know." <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And, <laughs> this is some of the best stuff from him in a while. Well, it, it's one thing they it's a nice little relationship they established that Mick, as much as he hates her at first trying to kill her yes be becomes feels fatherly towards her by the mm-hmm. time she's off mm-hmm. the show and it's it's a nice little storyline mm-hmm. and uh so but then he's like i gotta go take a piss and uh gives her a time carrier and just tells yeah. her just, you know don't do something don't do anything stupid yeah so sarah arrives at the apartment and ava's kicking her out and she's shit-faced and this is when they argue. She's like, you know, they do the, you know, how could you be in favor of torturing? And she says, you know, well, you were sending them to hell. And she's like, listen, I just wanted you to back me just once, just once, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, uh, that felt really real, man. So you're seeing, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this is coming after we've seen that Nate's got this stuff with his dad now, too, and they've got to figure this thing out. So, uh, like, uh, and like, if him and Zari weren't kind of um, 
I think I think if they weren't attracted to each other yet, I think this little moment's kind of like, yeah, let's do this behind my dad's back. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so they so there's that that's happened, and we've got this thing where like, what the fuck's going on there? And then it goes into like our lead and her and her love of her life are like on the outs, like then still have to work together. Um, like this is great. This is the good television, man. Mm-hmm. Where you're where you're building up these things with your you're finding new ways to create these types of dynamics in your show with your characters. And Pretty I good. will tell you, um, this is the last time there's a breakup with yeah. the two of them. That this is it. It's the the big one, and the way it is resolved is one of my favorite episodes ever of this show cool. that I always cool. forget yeah. that I love. Yeah. So no, I watched it, it recently. Great. I, I did want to say, oh. yeah. So really quickly, we did see um, Desmond, right? Did we talk about that? Um, No, Wait, we did. Dude. Where did we see? Oh, yeah. Desmond was at the, he was, yes, he was at the, um, the right. So that's just there to remind you of the bigger, that there's a big longer battle. arc kind of thing really quickly that he's kind of observing this whole thing. I do wish I think that needed more more than just that to to just like hey because it just it stuck out like don't forget we got this long story I think you could have maybe given a couple little whispers of like who's this there's somebody else kind of involved I was like oh yeah it's a guy who's been kind of in in charge of all these these magic uh, goofballs yeah, you know especially, what I mean? be- especially after four months yeah and so oh yeah big time and so i wonder if i haven't looked if there's um deleted scenes i wonder if that would have been a story that they might have cut right that that uh, just uh references to him because it seems like it reminds me of the wet hot american bummer when we saw the quick one shot of the the janitor and never saw him again or the groundskeeper guy (laughs) so ava kicks her out of their place and uh so mona she's telling konane she can't go with him and as they're hugging goodbye, an agent, I guess Time Bureau agent or Men in Black agents, whatever, kills fucking Konane, shoots him dead. And uh, Mona fucking, like, howling level special effects turns into a fucking wolf man. Yeah. Or wolf woman, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and, it's pretty uh, classic. It looks, and it looks, I mean, it's right out of the thriller video, man. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and apparently kills the motherfucker. Kills yeah. him dead. Nick gets back, and then it's regular Mona, who's been so far on this show, the quirky, goofy, kind of annoying mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. She's covered in blood and says, yeah. You're right. There's no happily ever after. Dun yeah. dun dun to the yeah. next episode. Kablango. Pretty Love dark it. little finish. Yeah. Fun. Pretty great. Pretty crazy. I mean, that the actual, the way the wolf Mona looks. Nah, it's wolf best. Mona. Wolf, okay. I'll tell you the character's name will be Wolfie. Yeah. And Wolfie, the actress who plays her, mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about her. Your, your friend right. talked yeah. about how yeah. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful she was. <laughs> Wolfie's look will be a point of comedy All for right. the rest All of right. the season. Good. It's Good quite know. a look. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. <laughs> uh, looked a little bit like, I, gosh, I, I hope this is not too insulting. Remember the wrestler Jazz? Oh, that's not a bad comparison. A, a super inflated jazz. jazz. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a, mm. a Tamina, Tamina. Yeah, I see a little Tamina of, there. Yeah, too. there's a Tamina <laughs> going on here a lot. You'll see. You will see, sir. Uh, sorry, ladies. Uh, hey, no, it's it, a lot of it. It's it's, it's the makeup as well. Yeah, is yeah, sort yeah. of like okay. 
and, and the <laughs> outfits they have her wear is like is that what we're doing <laughs> yeah. really? okay. all right great that's <laughs> funny um but hilarious we're gonna be getting to that pretty pretty soon i believe next yeah. episode oh next episode um we're definitely getting that next episode is i believe called the getaway and it's one that when i rewatched it i was like this is not good but mm. we'll see mm. well, well let's see. i want to give well i want because it's such a good episode we'll give a shout out to it, it is a, a, a kato shimizu uh yes. special with uh who did she work with on it who's the other writer somebody i wrote carter? it down actually tyron 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 b carter directed yes. by andrew cash so yeah this is a i think we'll remember those names i mean obviously we knew new kato keto keto or kato i don't it's know kato kato yeah. shimitsu i believe but yeah I could shimitsu. Be yeah yeah um because i know that we had heard her name before and i guess she's mm -hmm. an important part in the thing oh, yeah, she, so this was uh a definitely a hit for her Phil, Phil, Phil Clemmer is the number one uh, on this show, and she's the number two mm -hmm. at, at this current point. And uh, they earned their stripes because they're the ones who turned the show around to get cool. to 100 episodes, which yeah, was wow. insane if you'd watched that first season hmm. to think that this show would have gotten to 100 episodes. Crazy. And, uh, yeah. But thanks for listening, everybody. I had a blast. Uh, and... Um, Travis, this was so much fun because when we first started this, I kept trying not to talk about wrestling. Yeah, it felt great today. Like, yeah, oh, we have all finally. the excuses in the world to, like, to talk about wrestling. Like the belt off. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that felt good. Yeah. And I we I, and uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it. Follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter. Follow Travis at Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube for Mystery Titans Theater. Um, <laughs> Check out all the other shows on the Plum Podcast Network, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Adios.